Hello, everyone. Welcome to Audio Architects. And today I have the utmost pleasure of talking with Nadine from Waterfall Audio. Nadine, how are you doing today? Oh, great. Thank you very much. Yeah, that's good. Almost the end of the day for me, but your start of the day. It's only the <laughs> beginning for me. <laughs> yes. yes. Uh, Nadine, you're, you are in France. What part of France are you? Uh, is Waterfall? Uh, We're uh, in the south of France. We're actually in a small village in Provence which is like uh, three and a half, uh, 3,500 inhabitants. So it's a very tiny place. And, uh, you know, when I speak to our friends in China, they say, oh, my building is about this many people in it, you know. So this is where this is where we've chosen to manufacture the speakers uh, because, well, Cédric, my partner, is also uh, from France as well, but from the north of France. But we thought the weather was better in the south of France and I'm from the south of France. So that's how we decided to do it there. And originally our, our glass manufacturer was located in the south as well. So it was practical. It was more practical. And, and we've got our factory, which we've built uh, here. So. Yeah. Excellent. So I'm curious, how did Waterfall Audio get its start? What 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 made you decide I want to do this company? What what was the beginnings? Okay, well, it wasn't me really. It was Cedric that you you will see in and out maybe at time because he's very busy right now. It's the end of the day, so and so anyway. So he he's always been uh, tempted by music, and when he was twelve years old, you know, in those days, uh, when uh, when you didn't have a, a game or something to play with or something, you always had to sort of try to do things uh, to keep you busy. So he sure. went into his parents' uh, sort of a stereo thing, and he started taking the speakers and the drivers out and see how it was built and so on. And then when he was 12 years old, he actually built his first driver out of his parents' uh, things that he'd taken here and there and some paper. So he built his first, I mean, it was just uh, like an infancy driver and so on, but mm -hmm. that was his interest. And then as he moved on and so on, he bought his grandmother, she bought him a, a stereo system, you know, like in those days where you can listen to your music. And then he, he, he was happy with it, but he wanted to go a bit more. And you know how it is when you go up and up and up, you cannot go back. So exactly. he kept on buying more and more, you know, different product more and more expensive so much so that when he was 18 years old i think his, his whole system was the, almost the price of a porsche carrera or something so in those days and um so and he he went into his uh, studying and everything and uh, he was studying not electronics or anything like that but he was always into it but more marketing and how to innovate and how to bring new things into the market because he had soon understood that a lot of people that like he was very keen on the jbl professional um, speakers like the 4350, all these fantastic speakers and so on. And uh, so he was really a fan and he used to sort of uh, barter a thing here and there and sell a bit of here and there. And that's how he started, wanted to start the company because a lot of women, when you would bring this huge uh, speakers in the house, they would say, oh, no, 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 no. I don't want this huge uh, speakers in my sitting room or something. So mm -hmm. then he thought, oh, okay, there's, maybe something I have to do and I can start maybe doing something more elegant or looking nice and so on. But, um, you know, and glass was a choice. And I mean, there was glass speakers that were made in Germany many years ago or something. So he sort of thought, oh, why don't I try this avenue? But the problem was <clears throat> with glass, you had to overcome the problem of the reflection because glass is actually a, a very good material for, for uh, audio, if you think about it, because uh, a lot of people, they, they say that, you know, like sound, you shouldn't have a, a case that's vibrating. 
okay so if you just buy a regular speaker a lot of people think a speaker has to be in wood because people think of a violin or a guitar and everything but but in fact <clears throat> it doesn't have to be in wood it's and a lot of people they they use to the inside the big speakers they have a lot of um, heavy stuff inside so it stops the vibration because vibration actually adds coloration to the sound so that's what glass is okay for that because you don't have any vibration we often do when we at shows we often do the the test where we put a a, a dollar you know coin on the top of the speaker and you put the music and the the, the coin doesn't move because it doesn't vibrate at all right. so now the only problem was that <clears throat> with the um the glass you, when the sound comes out you had a lot of resonance you know and the sound would sound like uh, bing 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 you know so he um, actually thought of a system which is what all our speakers are are, are um, uh, floor standing speakers are based on is the acoustic damping tube so this is what he sort of uh, thought about and uh, sort of invented and and manufactured in the end you know to begin with and which is the acoustic damping tube which is located at the back of the speaker uh, one day we can maybe do something where we go more into it but if you look at the floor standards they all have this so because of that it was able to to work and you didn't have the the the, the sound bouncing off the sides of the the box mm. so that's how it started and we actually so he started the company in 1996 and he had about three years of research and uh, development and everything and um, <clears throat> from then on, we put the first speaker on the market in at the end of 1999. So ever since we've been selling, and and I still remember the first visit, you know, to to the reviewers, and they they thought, oh my God, who are those guys coming out, you know, with those glass speakers uh, out of their garage? Because it all started in his parents' garage. Oh, wow. So, you know, he built out of his parents' garage, he built a sort of an area and so on. Mm. And then he was doing um, a very good um, sort of course in a very high sort of um, school, economic school called HEC in France, where they were teaching you how to get investors when you had the company and you wanted to get investors to join. Because obviously, if you want to come out of the garage one day, you have to go into a, a real marketing and get some money in and so on. So, so um, I remember when we had the first investors who came further to that we had like a big lineup of six speakers you know which he had made himself glued because we get the, the panes of glass and you glue them with the special um uh with the, the gluing process it was, is with the ultraviolet light okay. so it's very strong and everything but you have to be very uh, you know you have to train quite a long time to to become a master in that so that's uh, that's about uh, so we started in the garage and then we got our first investors and then we had but the thing is when we first went on the market we had absolutely everything ready we had the the speakers were ready the box were ready the packaging uh, the literature everything was ready so when we went to market because a lot of people you notice sometimes when they go when they're just a small company they go on to market but not everything is ready so we we really tried and through this course it really showed it taught you that you have to be completely ready before going to market and then from then it's just been going like crazy ever since so so at the beginning we were like the strange guys you know i mean i remember sometimes in in um, frankfurt at the show people would go by and they would see glass 
And audio files, they're very difficult to, they don't accept that you can have good high-end sound mm -hmm. with glass. So right. people would go, just go like this. They wouldn't even go into the room. They wouldn't go into it. So so that was the story. That's how it started. It, it, it's so. unfortunate that certain people aren't willing to give new technology, new ideas, and new new things a chance, you know? Now, where I um, first discovered you was, uh, I was kind of, I think it was, I think it was Instagram where I was scrolling and I saw a picture of a glass speaker and I, I was immediately intrigued. I, I, I was like, wow, this is beautiful because a lot of people I know that, you know, uh, in my generation are really curious about how things work and how things look inside. And uh, with your speakers, you have been able to create uh, a visualization of, a, you know, what, what's inside a speaker, you know, but you did it in such a beautiful way, you know, uh, and I know with the Niagara's, you were talking about the damping, dampening tool, uh, the dampening tube. Yeah, yeah. Um, it also has it. You wrapped that in leather, right? Yes, because on the Niagara, because it's a real completely different object. I mean, price-wise, it's completely different price range and everything. Sure. But what we've done, we've used the same acoustic damping tube, which is normally in aluminium, uh, you know, sort of injected aluminium. We have taken the, that part and we have covered it. Well, we not us. We, we get a, one of those, you know, the people that work with leather handbags and things like that to actually stitch this Napa leather onto it. And this is how we, we make it. And then the same uh, leather you can find at the base of the Niagara where it's also applied at the, the base of it. So so it's in 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 when we start with Niagara, some people say, oh, I want the same color as my Ferrari. And, you know, mm. so we did a couple of those things. And then we thought, okay, now we've got this red Niagara, but, uh, you know, apart from the guy who's got a Ferrari, who's going to want it? So then now we're, we're doing it mostly in black because it's really what, other people want because the driver you know is black so then it was introducing a lot of colors and and so mm -hmm. you know so sometimes oh, some people say oh i want the hermes orange you know mm -hmm. Well, I was lucky enough to uh, have had a, a really nice conversation with Vicky from Melbourne, Australia, who own who she owns uh, a pair of your speakers, the Victoria Evos. Yes. And right. it was such a nice conversation because she is a true fan of, of your of yes. your product. And um, she absolutely loves it. I see her posting about them all the time. And I, that's what kind of got me interested was when her and I had a couple conversations and then we went ahead and did that video that you saw. And yes. now now I'm kind of interested, you know, so uh, it's just amazing because a lot of people ask me, well, well, how do you get bass out of that? And I said, well, they do have a passive radiator on the uh, on the exactly. bottom. You know, it, yes. it, there's exactly. there you guys have designed this in such a an amazing way especially even down to the last uh detail where you run the wire down in those symmetrical lines i know and a lot that of people think it's that's just brilliant. decoration yeah that's no, brilliant the wires that actually go and mm -hmm. and if you take the victoria you will see there's there's uh you know there's more wires because obviously uh, as compared to the other smaller model which is the iguasu then you know you have less because you have less. You only have the tweeter and one mid bass uh, rain uh, driver and so on. So that's that's how it goes. And and if you and also we decided to name each of our speakers uh, following famous uh, uh, waterfalls 
in the oh, world. Beautiful. So that's that's how it's sort of Victoria from Victoria Falls, Niagara. Of course, we wanted to choose for the because Niagara Falls, everybody knows, and so on. Mm -hmm. It's so powerful and so important, you know. So so that's it. And uh, yeah, but um, I mean, Vicky, she absolutely loves uh, the speakers. So, so this, this is a wonderful thing. So yeah, there, she's, she's uh, there's quite a few people in Australia that have them, but. Uh, She's uh, she's really uh, fond of them. <laughs> yeah, she's incredible. She's a such a sweet sweet uh, person. Um, yeah, and I love some of uh, the photos that she has. You know, with the Louboutin shoes and everything. Mm -hmm. That's, she always does some really uh, cute uh, <laughs> shots. Yeah. Um, so one thing we were discussing before that we uh, we haven't discussed is that uh, you are doing a custom installation now on wall speakers. Uh, let, mm -hmm. let me go ahead and pull up a picture of something you recently did in uh israel right yeah that's exactly that's the uh, the in wall if you go on our internet site you will see that we have uh, three different type of in walls okay so we have the regular one and we also have this particular one which is based on the same actually this speaker the hurricane in wall is actually based on one of our speakers which is called the hurricane able which is also a waterfall in georgia in america by the way mm -hmm. so so the the hurricane evil is on on wall speaker which we started when when the the, the the sort of home cinema came about in the years in the sort of 2000 two and three in Europe anyway. So mm -hmm. we decided we had to come up with a, a sort of lateral speakers, you know, surround speakers. And that's how we introduced the hurricane. And it's actually an on-wall speaker, if you go on my thing. And from the on-wall speaker, we have used, we have made up a back box and we use the front of the, of the, and the same driver and tweeter. And, and from there, we, we, um, we designed the three in-wall um, speakers. So the one that you saw, on, well, that, this is the regular one. That one is the regular one, the Hurricane in-wall. So you can see the back box here. That back yeah. box is actually quite clever. It's a very strong ABS uh, fire retardant thing. Then it's got, wow. um, it's got the, the, the foam at the bottom. And also the back of it has got little lines, you know, for trapping uh, the sound as well as so on. And then it's got the, um, the foam on top of it and then the, the driver. So the advantage for the, um, the installation company is that they just get the back box. They install the back box and then you know, while the project is being finished, they don't have to come in with the speakers and, and so on to put them in. So they just do the wire and everything. And then poof, they, they put the, uh, they can install the speakers when the project is almost finished and out of dust and everything. That's so brilliant I, uh, because that's brilliant because I, I, I think it's a very smart idea because now people with new custom homes can go ahead and get everything ready. And then exactly. once it's all, once it's all done, you could just come in Boom, put the speaker in and you're exactly, good to go. Exactly. You know? the, the only thing we don't have is a round um, in wall. And, you know, a lot of houses you go to, you, you see a lot of round um, uh, speakers. So we don't sure. have that because it's only uh, because we, we, we don't have a coaxial or anything like that to put inside uh, to be able to make it round. And so anyway, that's that's uh, that's what we were missing in the range. But so far, we haven't on this type of project where people put a lot of uh, in ceilings, for instance, we don't we cannot really compete because, uh, you know, price wise, we cannot compete. And then to, to, we like to have uh, the, the special drives that we put in and everything. I think that the smallest thing we have is this. That's the, the stereo. 
Serio, which is a cute, a really cute little speaker, <laughs> which uh, which is aluminium and it comes in white or black, and that can go on the ceiling, but it's it's goes attached to the ceiling, so it's not inside. Although I know some of my distributors, you know, installers, they can do so many things. They know how to work around things, and some of my um, distributors or installers, they install these in um, in the the air conditioning uh, grills or something. So oh wow. So I mean, installers—they have so many tricks of making things work and and you know attaching things and so on. So sure. So that's it. And, and you know, so the on wall and then the in wall. And now what we've done, which is another thing that you you had on the page earlier on, is something that we're going to put on the market uh, very soon. Uh, well, it is on the market, but it's not really launch uh, really widespread and so on yet it's that one yeah it's the hurricane um, uh, is the sub in wall flex 200 so basically that one is is an in wall which goes into the it can be built in between the the two um, channels from the drywall okay i know okay. we have different size in europe so that could that could be a little bit difficult but you need to adjust or something because in the us you have different sizing and so on but but the whole idea of this is that it goes inside the wall inside the uh yeah the uh, no no uh, that's the hurricane classic that's the classic that's the in wall i don't think it's uh, it's actually it's not even on the site yet okay no problem but the video at the beginning you can see the video at the beginning uh the mounting kit but anyway, it's very. Uh, I can explain very quickly what it is. It goes inside the wall. You then plaster over it and everything. And then we have something because you know a lot of um, designer and tier designers on. They don't like to see grills or to see speakers and so on. So, but they don't worry about having a heater in the house. So what we thought, okay, so if a heater is accepted, you know, in the in the, when you look at a house and you have to have heating, you know, so so the way we've done it. Uh, we have this front panel that comes right in the front of the driver and so on and you've got the amplifier as well so it's it's quite practical because the, the amplifier is built in the um, the in-wall subwoofer so that you know when you have to dismantle and so on it's a lot easier and to work on it and so on you don't have the thing in the rack or whatever so everything sure. is there and then you just come and you hang the the sort of front uh, in in you know like the front panel and it's just uh, you cannot see anything and it just works really fantastically so that yeah. we launched that at the isc uh, show in february in holland so i'll include a link to uh, the video uh, in the description oh, on okay. youtube so that way people can go see and get a feel for it because i i oh, watched the video you. and it was very very nice and, and you're right it's kind of it's kind of flush with the wall so that way exactly. th that's the cool thing about waterfall i think is that you you think of the the aesthetics as well as the sound so you're you're yes. producing something of high sound quality however you're making it look good which yeah and it's just like and we try to make it practical for the installers because we work directly with our dealers and everything and they will constantly tell us oh this is not good this is or, or you know we'd like to do that or when we install something there's something that's not practical so we try to listen to them and mm -hmm. from from listening to them, we try to come up with uh, things. And we also do custom speakers. Like now, um, last year, we didn't make it to Sedia because we were actually at the uh, Cannes uh, Yacht Show because mm -hmm. we were launching with Beneteau. Beneteau, you know, is a French uh, yacht manufacturer. And they have, uh, they have a, a mark which is called Lagoon. 
and on the very top end uh, lagoon um, um, uh, catamarans sorry catamarans they we have we have been we are featuring our speakers so there we have worked for over a year and a half to design for them just a speaker which is just for them which they install i will send you some links of the lagoon uh, and so on you can see it's it's just amazing so yeah, that'd be great. i love it so we're going into the yachting business and we do custom speakers as well so yeah, I, I I missed you at Cedia because I was at Cedia last year because it's it was actually here in Denver where I live. I know, so I know, and I love coming to Denver, but I didn't make it because you know we had to be there because it was really the launch with the the head guys of the sure. of uh, Benito and so on. So we thought, okay, let's let's be there and so on. And instead, and you know, but I love going to Denver. Mm -hmm. it was, uh, I I love going to Cedia. So I would have I missed this year because obviously it's. Uh, going to be online or something so yeah it, it actually already already happened it was uh i believe it was like last week or something um yeah we we were able to to be a part of it but uh you know it, it's, it's unfortunate it's unfortunate everything that's going on and and i know certain some companies are doing really well with it some companies are kind of struggling uh it's it's one of those things that i, I hope it's over soon you know the the, yeah, the, whole, know, the whole thing all over what a disaster well, because it, it just it's kind of business has stopped, especially for companies who deal with dealers. Uh, a lot of the cities that these dealers are in, some of them are, you know, super quarantine. Others are, you know, yes. okay. like Den Denver, Colorado, Colorado in general has been OK. We're starting to reopen everything and and get mm -hmm. back to normal. However, there are parts of the country that are still, you know, really bad. So, yes. yeah. It's really you know. sad. It's really sad to see. It's uh, we've had. We were visiting um, dealers last year, last week in uh, Brittany, which is the far west in France. And people were saying, you know, even during the COVID, what they were doing, they were doing not really open house. They were sort of selling, um, you know, whatever they had in stock and so on. And they would do a drive, and people could still come and buy. But it's been mm -hmm. a disaster for so many companies, you know. Because uh, well, installers, it's it's a different story. Because installers, if the people know them, trust them, you go with the mask, and and you yeah. know, and it's not so dangerous. But it's actually going into a shop and so on, which is uh, it's more difficult. So okay. everybody's suffering. So I have a really good question for you. So if I if someone was to say someone was to watch this and say, hey, I love those speakers. They look really good. I want to buy a pair of speakers. Uh, would they just go on the website and then look for a dealer close to them? Or could they, like, how, how do they go about buying the product? Okay, well, the, the, we have a network of distributors and mm -hmm. dealers in France, because obviously in France, we do our own distribution. But for instance, in England, we have uh, Meridian, who's Meridian uh, Audio, which is distributing our products under the name distributed by Meridian. In the US, we have a company called Selective Design, who's doing our distribution and they distribute a whole um, lot of other companies who do design product who are high-end design products. Mm -hmm. So basically they can write on, if somebody doesn't know if there's a, because sometimes on the website, some companies are not really well stated or something, mm -hmm. they can write on the contact and then we contact them and we say, okay, which area are you in? And then we direct them to the distributor who then directs them to the uh, to the dealers. Like for instance, some countries are really well set up. Some countries it's more like the distributor is a dealer distributor, 
So it depends on the size of, of the country and everything. So, okay. so basically, we do not sell uh, to anybody, to any customers or anything. Only, we only sell through a network of dealers and distributors and installers, obviously. So, but, uh, and... but the good thing is, as soon even if somebody buys from a distributor or a dealer or something, we are ready to talk to people because we're a small enough company. So... And that is one thing that Vicky mentioned. Uh, she said that you guys are very, very communicative. You know, you you communicate yeah. really well. She was able to ask you questions because um, I know she was a little nervous before she came on the, on the interview too. Yeah. So, so uh, she wanted to be ready, you know, uh, and to be able to answer my questions that I had but for she her. She was very good. She was excellent. You know, she she really did a great job. Um, yeah. And I, I have so much fun anytime I do uh, any kind of collaborative work with her, but. Uh, but yeah, I want to thank you for being on the show, Nadine. Uh, it was thank a pleasure you. talking to you. I, I think that your product definitely speaks for itself. It's something that everyone can enjoy musically. And aesthetically, it's so unique that it's almost like a piece of art. You know, it's almost like when, oh, when, you, go to, you. when you go to someone's home and you see, you know, the Victoria Evos or the Niagara's or, or any any of your speakers, even the in-wall, like the one you have right behind you, it, mm -hmm. it's it's a talking piece because people are, are instantly like, what is that? Yes. You know, like and it creates a sort of a wow factor. And the good yeah. thing is if you put my speaker anywhere, you put my speaker, you see through it. So if mm -hmm. you have a beautiful view, you put it in front of your view and, mm -hmm. and it just disappears. It looks like the speakers are floating in the air sort of thing. The drivers, you know, they look like they're floating in air. It's, so, it's perfect. I, I think it's perfect. Cause like I said, they're, they're, Everybody has seen wood. You you said it before. Everybody's seen the wooden speakers, you know, uh, and I, I think it's great that you found a material and you did it and you engineered it in such a wonderful way that it just sounds, you know, fantastic. So very good. I, I am excited okay. to continue this relationship going with yeah, uh, the water, next water. time we can have uh, if you need to talk more in depth, you know, like uh, details and technical details, Absolutely. then I'll pass it over to Cedric. My husband, who is who is really uh, the the tech guy, you can ask me questions, but I mean, uh, don't get too uh, too. <laughs> yeah, I look forward to speaking with Cedric in the future, and um, I want to thank you for being on the show. And thank we you, my pleasure. Thank you for interviewing us, and and uh, we we really appreciate because it gives us even more broader audience, which is fantastic. Well, I think so it's great. So a lot of people in the USA don't really. Haven't really. Uh, they know about waterfall, but they haven't really heard from waterfall. So now this was a good opportunity to to kind of tell the world, hey, this is who we are, and That's you know, good. we're we're we're, yes. we're and we're getting more more places where they're actually uh, on. You know, people have them on demos and so on. So you know, it's it's like you do a little bit and a little bit, but uh, you know, our distributor, selective design, they can tell people where they can go and listen to the speakers because we're getting a few more spots. So that's Perfect. Good. I'll make sure to link them in the description below as well. Um, I want to thank everybody for watching and tune in uh, because we're, we're doing this every week. And I look forward to having Nadine back on the show very soon. Thank you, thank you very much. Thank you, Mike. Thank you.